Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drive Talk. My name is James and this is a podcast where every day on my short commute to work I drive and I talk. How are you guys doing today? Um, I'm, I'm doing alright. Uh, I got some sleep last night, which is always good. Um, typically, um, days where I record podcasts with... Uh, my friend Darren, um, we usually stay up a bit later, so I was kind of anticipating that, so I got an early night sleep last night in anticipation for getting a later night tonight. Um, I didn't get up to much last night, uh, just kind of hung out with the wife. Um, we watched the fifth episode, I think, of, uh, Who is America? Um, still continues to be a absolutely shocking, funny show. Um, the highlight of this one was, uh, his, uh, ex-con character, uh, basically this guy who got out of prison, um, is trying to make a better life of himself, and he's being, uh, kind of, uh, in this little mock document documentary of, um, kind of his life after prison, and, uh, he decides to become a chef, and, um, he prepares, um, some meals for this, uh, food critic who's a little ridiculous, but, um, some of the meals he prepares include, um, one was just a glorified beans on toast, um, which was just like a single bean on a, a piece of bread, like a small, like, it looked very high-end, but all it was was beans on toast. Um, another was um, veal meat that was wrapped in a condom, because um, he made up this story of uh, when he was in prison, the only way he could get veal meat was through... Um, some guy basically smuggling it in through a condom through his bum. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the food critic ate it and, uh, marveled how good it was. And then lastly, he, um, he convinced a guy to eat human flesh, which, <laughs> which wasn't actually human flesh, but, um, he made up a story of um, how he was in prison. Um, his uh, what did he call him? His uh, his cell husband. Um, it was his birthday, and he wanted to get him some Kobe beef. Um, and the only way he could do it was uh, getting him some Kobe Keith. I think he called it. Um, so anyways, he basically convinced this food critic that, um, of course he couldn't kill anyone, but I guess in China, people donate their organs for food, and, um, yeah, not only does he make this guy eat the food, but he also sends a message to the parents of the boy that supposedly he's eating, saying thank you for letting me eat pieces of your son. Of course, it's fake, but um, 
the fact that this food critic went along with it is absolutely hilarious. Um, I guess the other thing that I wanted to kind of chat about, which is really hard to keep track of right now, is um, everything to do with Trump. Um, It seems like things are crumbling around him, just as I kind of thought they would. Um, But much like the election, it's kind of hard to, like, feel positive that this guy is going to be out of here soon. Um, I don't know what it is about him, but he almost seems like he's this untouchable person. Um, I think if any other person was doing the things that he was doing, um, they wouldn't have gotten away with it. Um, he, they wouldn't have made it this far. Um, I think he's normalized a sense of craziness. Um, and really, I don't care who is the next president. It could be anyone. It just feels like... I feel like the world's kind of exhausted hearing his name. And I know I'm kind of contributing to that right now, but um, I feel like the world is getting a little tired. And can you imagine a day where we don't bring up his name or think about him or um, read him in the news? Like, that's more what I'm looking forward to at this point is not having him occupy any space in my brain or any space in kind of uh, society. Um, I guess I could maybe do a better job of removing myself um, with the coverage, but it's just so hard to not pay attention to all the craziness that's happening. Um, As you guys know, um, Cohen and Manafort uh, were convicted of criminal charges. The big bombshell was Cohen kind of said, yeah, I took out that money for paying uh, two women off, but it was under, uh, basically Trump ordered me to do it. So Trump was fully aware of, uh, of this breach of campaign finances. Um, I have a feeling the rabbit hole goes a lot deeper. Um, I almost feel like this is an easy out for him if, uh, if the Russia thing doesn't start spiraling out of control. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm really curious to see how all of this is going to end because it feels like, and I'm really hopeful that this will end. Uh, like this will be over at some point. Um, it kind of has to be, right? Like we can't keep living life like this for another four years or whatever um, is left if he gets reelected. Um, which I I really hope, like 20, is it 2020? I really hope like that is it. Like I hope if he does not go to jail or gets impeached, I hope that 
2020 is the end, and hopefully he hasn't done too much damage by then. Um, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, I'm, I try not to get absorbed by the news, but it's kind of hard when it's always in your face and it's just so outrageous. Um, there'll be a day where we won't be talking about him or thinking about him, and uh, I kind of kind of cherish when that day comes, but um, for now, I guess we're all on this crazy train ride together. Um, it's really kind of uh, made me sad about people. Um, I think the world is just so divided right now, and uh, racists are feeling like they can come out and say what they want without any uh, any repercussions. Um, and I feel like this president has kind of given them a voice to do that. Um, but that's the world we live in right now, and uh, hopefully that can change because I have three children that um, I want this world to be a better place for. But there you go. Um, so with that said, uh, I hope you guys have a good day, and uh, we'll chat to you again tomorrow.